dedicated to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or saber a bottle. And let's begin exploring the wine glass. Happy Cab Franc Day! It is my favorite day of the year. I find it amazing to think that eight years ago, I decided to create a holiday that was dedicated to the best grape variety there is, and today the holiday is celebrated around the world. I will be hosting an X, formerly known as Twitter, chat tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific. Just follow along, hashtag Cab Franc Day, and I will be moderating a producer's roundtable at 6 p.m. Pacific. There is still time to register for the roundtable. It is free to attend and will provide you the opportunity to listen to producers who are fanatical about Cabernet Franc, as well as the opportunity to ask them all of your Cab Franc questions. The registration link is in the show notes. While you are listening, take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review Exploring the Wine Glass. Taking one minute of your time is the only way the algorithms will suggest exploring the wine glass to others. And since you are enjoying the podcast, other wine lovers will too. Slancha. Give me the red, red wine. Give me the blush, wine. Give me the white, white, white. And now, a word from our sponsor. Looking to be in the know about Dracaena wines? Want to be the first to know about our new releases and special offers? All you need to do is sign up for our newsletter. There is no commitment necessary, and I promise you we won't spam your mailbox with loads of messages. Need another reason to sign up? Quite possibly the best reason? You'll immediately get a discount code for 10% off your first purchase and be privy to newsletter-only discounts. Let Dracaena Wines turn your moments into great memories. Visit our website, www.dracaenawines.com, or use the link in show notes to sign up. It will take you less than a minute, but the rewards will last a lifetime. Give me the red, red wine. Give me the blush, the blush wine. Give me the white, white wine. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, Spanish wine scholar, someday service, champagne and Cote de Ron specialist, and a WSET level two graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials, as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. Stay in the know about all things wine by visiting my website, exploringthewineglass.com. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. Origins of Cabernet Franc are a bit cloudy, as many regions believe they are responsible for its beginnings. The first writings about Cabernet Franc can be found in the 17th century in Bordeaux. At this time, the grape was called Boucher. However, the current belief is that it originated in the Basque region. Although some say on the French side, the majority believe it originated just across the border in Spain. It found its way into Southwest France during the global warming following the last ice age. The Loire Valley is where Cabernet Franc truly first became popular 
at least a century prior to the plantings of Cabernet Franc beginning to appear in Saint-Emilion and Pomerol. As a single varietal, its popularity is credited to Cardinal Richelieu, who carried clippings from the Libourne region of France to the Loire Valley. Here, the clippings were planted outside the Abbey of Bourgay, and an abbot named Breton was in charge of caring for them. Today, Breton is a pseudonym for Cabernet Franc in this region. It wasn't until a century later that Cabernet Franc began beginning producing quality wine within Bordeaux. Cabernet Franc enjoys a Mediterranean climate filled with limestone clay soils. It can also grow successfully in sandier soils that maintain a more temperate temperature as long as there is consistent water. It is an early ripener, typically two weeks earlier than its offspring Cabernet Sauvignon. This is extremely advantageous in cooler climate regions where cooler and inclimate weather may prevent some varieties from fully ripening. In these cooler regions, Cabernet Franc, along with its other offspring, Merlot, are planted as insurance grapes. Similar to Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc is known for its cassis and violet flavors. Depending on the climate, it can be fruitier or become more herbaceous. In general, Cabernet Franc is more perfumey than Cabernet Sauvignon with notes of raspberry, cassis, violet, and tobacco. Whereas Cabernet Sauvignon leads towards the black fruit flavors and tar, earth, and leather. Although it has thinner skins than its offspring, leading to typically a softer finish wine, Cabernet Franc can produce just as rich colored wines. Its acidity is characteristically lower than Cabernet Sauvignon, thereby leading to the incorrect belief that it is not age-worthy. Thankfully, Cabernet Franc is beginning to have its day in the spotlight. It is beginning to grow successfully in many regions. Its most well-known region is Bordeaux. It can be found in the right bank, enjoying the limestone, clay, and sandy gravel soils. The most famous house being Chateau Cheval Blanc. In the Loire Valley, the wines tend to be aged in stainless steel. These wines are usually lighter and meant to be consumed younger. When traveling to Italy, there are several well-known regions. Located in the northeast, Frulli is dedicated to Cabernet Franc, and Bulgari is its major component in their Super Tuscans. South of the equator, Cabernet Franc is finding its way into more vineyards and the varietal wines. It can be found in Chile, Argentina, and South Africa, as well as New Zealand, where it is known for its softer flavors. Here in the United States, Cabernet Franc is grown across the country. It is a primary variety for the cooler climates such as New York, Michigan, and Virginia. In these regions, its expression is more similar to the Loire Valley. The fuller-bodied expressions can be found in the warmer climates such as California and portions of Washington. Be sure to mark your calendars because today is Cab Franc Day. Be sure to follow along on Twitter or X, whichever you want to call it, and follow that hashtag Cab Franc Day. 
There is still time to register for the round table that will occur tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific. Hope to see you there and let me know what is your favorite Cabernet Franc. Slancha! And now, a word from our sponsor. Exploring the Wine Glass is brought to you by Dracina Wines. Dracina Wines is an artisan winery located in Paso Robles, California. They have been producing wine since 2013. Their first vintage began with one wine, their classic Cabernet Franc, which received a 91 in Wine Enthusiast. Since then, they have increased production as well as expanded their portfolio, have received many accolades, including multiple double gold medals and consistent 90-plus ratings. Visit their website, www.dracinawines.com, or use the link in the show notes to schedule a private tasting and to see their entire portfolio. Purchase your award-winning wine and let Dracina Wines help turn your moments into great memories. This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoyt-Butt. Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com and sign up for my newsletter at exploringthewineglass.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Podcast music is Wine by Keevans. Until next week, slancha.